Welcome to Real Estate Uncovered, presented by the Real Estate Inspection Company, where we interview every type of real estate industry expert to uncover some common and not so common real estate topics. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm Philippe Heller. I'm the CEO of the Real Estate Inspection Company, and today we have Ashley Wangler with us, and we are going to discuss a new disclosure that is required in real estate transactions on certain houses in California, uh, and it is commonly known as AB38, and it has to do with home fire hardening and defensible space. Um, Hi, Ashley. Thank you for joining us today. Hi. Thank you for having me. So one of the problems with AB38, and, and the law was written because there are so many big wildfires that we've had in California lately. And so the intent of the law is to have people comply with defensible space requirements so that their house is less likely to burn down. So we have these wind-driven fires that spread, uh, spread fires very quickly. Embers can travel over a mile they land in something that's combustible, burn, and then set these houses on fire. And that's why over the last uh, decade, I know when I first moved to Ramona in 2003, we had that big um, Witch Creek fire. No, it was a Cedar fire and burned down a whole bunch of houses and it burned all the way to the coast. So that's what they're, that's the intent of this law is to get people to comply. But you're a TC. uh, What's your take on it? Are you having agents ask you what to do with this? I have agents who don't know what this is. So whenever a property is in a fire or high fire zone, then I ask for the AB38 inspection. Um, And a lot of agents say, I've never had anybody ask me for this. Mm -hmm. I said, well, let me be your first, but this is a requirement. Um, And the reason being is there have been lawsuits where they did close, they pushed it onto the buyer, and then the buyer had thousands of dollars worth of tree removal that needed to be done to be in compliance with this law. And the the buyer didn't want to pay for that. So they went after the seller. This should have been done by the seller. And essentially that is a requirement. So, so that's, that's an interesting point. So it's really just another condition of the property. So um, I have a home inspection company. We do home inspections and that's the same thing when a seller doesn't disclose an issue or if a buyer improperly, I think, waives an inspection, then what happens is they own they own any problems after the close of escrow and they're financially responsible for it. Right. And well, and what ending because if the seller knew about something and didn't disclose right. it properly, then they're actually held liable after close of escrow versus the buyer who would had they known and accepted the property as it was stated. Mm-hmm. So this is one big loophole or problem, I think, in the AB38 uh, uh, home fire hardening disclosure form is that it gives the sellers an out. And I think a lot of listing agents who don't want to bother, you know, they don't they don't like inspections because they don't want any interruptions or any any kind of disruption. Uh, so it gives a lot of listing agents and the sellers an out, uh, whereby what happens is the seller can simply say, we didn't get this inspection. And the seller and the buyer enter into kind of an unwritten agreement. It's supposed to be written, but really it just is based on this uh, disclosure form where the buyer agrees to get this inspection done within a year. But whether they do or not, nobody's following up. 
And there's a couple of problems with that. Number one is if they do call Cal Fire or a local fire department within that 12-month period, they may find that they're not in compliance and now they could get a citation. They can get dropped for their insurance. And they're also responsible for any brush clearing or tree removal that may be required. And uh, it's a big problem. So you had shared with me that uh, a scenario like this happened with you. You recently moved to Ramona. So walk us through what happened during your transaction. So we closed in May and this AB 38 did not become in effect until July 1st of 2021. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so we just missed the cutoff. So this wasn't a disclosure that was released to us that was required in a transaction or anything. So when we moved in, um, we had, you know, gotten insurance through our lender and had that before closing. Well, they dropped us right after we closed. Then we got another insurance company. They dropped us. Then we got another insurance company. They've kept us. Never even heard of this insurance company. It's a wonky name. So... They kept us, and then we went through California Fair Plan for our fire insurance. Mm -hmm. Well, they had... Go ahead. Explain what that is, because I think a lot of people may not know what the fair plan is. So the California Fair Plan is for homes that are in fire zones, because regular insurance companies do not want to insure homes that are in a fire zone. Um, So you have to go with California Fair Plan, which is a secondary insurance company, which makes your insurance extremely expensive. So a normal plan, maybe $1,000 a year, California Fair Plan and your normal plan, you're looking at $2,500 plus. Um, And that doesn't even cover your personal items, right? You have to have two policies now. Right, which is why it gets high um, because you have both. And so they had sent out an inspector to come and look at the property to make sure that they did in fact want to insure us. And they sent us a notice that said that if we don't have the following conditions corrected before February 2nd of 2022, that they would put us on the non-renewal notice, Um, which means we can never renew with California Fair Plan. And if our home burned down in a fire, we're no longer um, going to be taken care of. So if Fair Plan won't cover you, you're in trouble because that means that's kind of a last resort. And regular insurance companies won't cover you and fair plan won't cover you. Then you have a problem with your bank and they may put you on their own insurance or even say, we don't want to continue with this mortgage. So it's a big deal. So what did you do? What did you do as a result to remedy the problem? So I had to hire a tree service, which we used a state's tree service and they came out and they have done, what are we looking at? $5,000 in tree removal. Wow. And we still have trees that need to be removed that are too close. But one of the trees is going to cost about $4,000. And I don't know about anybody else, but I don't really have $4,000 just sitting there hanging out for a tree to be removed. Um, And then we have another one right behind us. You can probably kind of see it over there. Mm -hmm. Um, But we have another pine tree that's right outside of our back door that needs to be removed. And it's kind of brown. So it's definitely a fire hazard. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And, and had you known if, if you had the information, you could have either negotiated presumably with the sellers, although this market, maybe they wouldn't have given you a concession, but at least you would have known what you were in for. And that right. would have been probably really nice. And that's what that's the message we're trying to get out is that um, buyers need to be aware of, of the cost that they and that's the same thing with our home inspections, right? Sellers don't have to do anything. But 
you know, we want to make sure that the buyers are aware so there are no huge uh, multi-thousand dollar repairs after they move in because they they are uh, the responsibility of the buyer. And, you know, sellers should be disclosing because it's a liability for them. They think, oh, it's done. The deal's closed. We don't have to worry about it. But you pointed out that there have been lawsuits already over non-disclosure of um, defensible space. And I mean, initially, that's what drew us to this property were the trees. It's beautiful. It's Hansel and Gretel Cottage. And that's what it reminds me of. And then it had all these trees. You couldn't see the house from the street. So it was beautiful. And then come to find out it's pine trees, eucalyptus trees, pepper trees, and oak trees, which are all highly flammable. Yeah. And I'm sitting here going, why would you put those next to a house in Ramona? It doesn't even make sense to me. So, Believe it or not, there was a time not too long ago when the utility company was trying to get you to conserve power and they were giving trees away and telling people to plant them near the house to provide shade. And now, of course, 20 years later, that's a problem because these trees are, you know, setting the house on fire due to wind driven wildfires. So that's funny that you mentioned that because our neighbor said that our the previous owners in this house used to have big events of planting trees and teaching people how planting trees helps to conserve energy and power. Mm-hmm. So that's funny that you say that because this was probably the house that they planted all of them at. Could be, could be yeah. for sure. Okay. So uh, your advice for, let's start with sellers. What would your advice be for sellers and listing agents? I would say, well, it's recommended to get this AB 38 inspection during your listing period before the mm-hmm. property even goes on the market. Um, because it can take up to 14 days for somebody to come out to the property or even get back to you, um, depending on where you're at. I've seen some turn around and do it in two days. Some have taken almost three weeks to get a report back. Um, so to not hold up an escrow, I think it's very important. Even though you close escrow and you do sign the FHDS disclosure stating that it's the buyer's responsibility to conduct this within one year, the buyer can sue you. Like they can go back there. It doesn't mean just because you sign this, that you're, you know, no longer liable, legally, financially um, responsible for this tree removal or getting them into compliance. It just means like, here's this, but it's so new. People don't understand it. Agents don't know how to explain it to their clients. So the client just thinks, oh, okay, I'm just signing this. Not a big deal. Not really knowing what it all means. Um, And so for that, that's going to bring, you know, all agents, buyers and listing agents into the mix of a lawsuit. And now everybody's E&O insurance is going at it and it's going to be increased and there's going to be a payout. You know, Mm -hmm. somebody's going to have to pay for it. And I'm pretty sure it's not going to end up being the buyer. They might have to pay a portion, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be the listing agent, the buyer's agent and the seller that's going to be responsible as well financially. So as a buyer... Uh, speaking of the buyers or buyers agents out there, how do the buyers agents protect their clients? Um, you you see the one problem is that Cal Fire and local fire departments will only do these inspections for the property owner, so the buyers don't have a lot of options to get the information they need, and that's why we started offering uh, these home fire hardening and uh, defensible space inspections uh, as an add-on to a home inspection. Because it's very difficult as a buyer to get it. So what can what besides contacting us and getting a report, and it's not a government report, we're just providing the information like a home inspection, what other options do buyers have to protect themselves? 
Well, we had one situation where the listing agent, this, he was very new. Um, and he said he had never had anybody request this. Um, mm. His TC said she wasn't familiar with this. Nobody else has asked them for this. And she had had multiple high fire zone transactions, you know, in the relative uh, past. And so she goes, it's never been included in the file. It's never been addressed, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, I need it because we have to have this in our file. And so he went to his broker and he came back. At first he was, okay, he was going to do it. Then he went to his broker and he came back and he said, well, my broker said that we can pass this on to the buyer and the buyer's responsible. And I said, you know what? That's fine. But when the buyer gets this inspection done and he sues your client, I told you so. Like, you needed to do this. I wasn't kidding. I am trying. My job as a TC is to keep people out of litigation and mediation. I don't want you guys going to court. I want everything disclosed and upfront to all parties. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I see something like this, I'm like, no, this is very important. You need to have this inspection done. Um, and so it's odd that you say that the buyers can't do it because our buyer's agent did order the inspection. They did get it. Okay. Um. So, and then that's how we found it. And they said that this property was in compliance. And I can tell you this property was not in compliance. It had trees. It was in Hillcrest in Mission Hills. And it was up on a hill and all the trees were growing under the house on top of the roof. But then it had a power line right over the front door. Like, and I'm sitting here going, who wants to even buy this house? Like, I feel like you just walk in this house and you're going to be electrocuted and it's going to start on fire. Like simple. Yeah. We've seen, we've seen the uh, Escondido fire department issue a certificate for the same thing with a house full of trees right up against it. So not to knock them, but um, you need a real thorough, competent inspection because bottom line is nobody wants their house to be burnt down. Nobody wants uh, uh, wildfires to spread through a neighborhood. You don't want to burn your neighbor's house down because there's something on your property. So it's really important to try and comply with these defensible space uh, requirements. So Ashley, if there's agents out there who are need, in need of a competent TC, how can they get in touch with you? They can call me or text me at 619-312-9887. That's the best way to get you? That is, yep. Okay. And you work all throughout San Diego, uh, Riverside Diego and- County, Riverside County, LA County, and Orange County. Fantastic. All right, Ashley. Well, thanks for sharing your story. Really appreciate it. And uh, be safe out there. And I hope everything works out with, uh, with your house and, and your insurance. <laughs> thank you. And thank you for having me. All right. Take care. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Real Estate Uncovered with the Real Estate Inspection Company. Connect with us at sdinspect.com or call 800-232-5180. If you haven't done so already, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Thanks again and catch you next time.